Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. First of all, let's all agree to make this an awesome week. How about that? And we're going to help you do that by having a fun trip report today. And we've always been trying to make these shows worth your time. We're switching it up today with a fun show. Listener Julian joins us from over in England. It was the middle of the night when we recorded the show where he was. And we talk about a recent trip to Disneyland Paris that he took. And we dive into the differences with that resort over in, obviously, in France. And we also talk about his experiences traveling over to the States to Disneyland Resort on the West Coast and Walt Disney World down in Florida and the comparisons and what it's like to come over internationally and his love of Disney. It's just a fun conversation from a different perspective. And I think you're going to really enjoy today's different show. As always, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out. For all of your Disney trip planning needs, it costs nothing extra to use their services, and they're going to get you the best deal possible on your next Disney vacation. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. That one extra click really does help us out, especially during this holiday season. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the VR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You allow us to put this show out all around the world three to four times a week, every week. We couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get a bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2189 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Again, hope you always had a great weekend as you uh, tune in here on Mondays to get your trip report fix. And usually we're headed down to Walt Disney World or out on the West Coast to Disneyland. Sometimes we head out to sea with Disney Cruise Line, but we have a treat for you today. Today we're going to talk about a destination we very infrequently get to. Never been myself and excited to talk about this one. We're headed over to England with one of our listeners, Julian's joining us today. And I got to thank him because he is staying up super late for this interview. Julian, I should say good morning to you because it is past midnight as we record. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's an absolute pleasure, Mike. Very nice to be here. I appreciate you so very much. So uh, how are things over in England this time of year, getting ready for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all? Well, you guys, you guys don't do Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so how's, how's it going? No, no, we don't, we, we, we don't do Thanksgiving. We do, um, we do Black Friday now. That's a big thing. <laughs> but we, we've taken that from you. Um, in fact, the whole month is now Black Friday. The sales have already Same. started. and Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, a couple of weeks and then it starts, get ready for Christmas. You could, you could celebrate my birthday because my birthday is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So it's uh, the 27th of November. So the whole England Fantastic. could just, you know, if you're going to do Black Friday, because I, I hate shopping. Like, I, I, actually, I'm excited that around here, it's kind of um, gone the opposite direction. A lot of our stores now are closing on Black oh, Friday. Really? So yeah, so the, you know, my wife and everybody stays home because uh, they used to leave right after we'd have our turkey on Thursdays and everybody would go out shopping. 
I mean, it was kind of nice because wow. then I'd sit there and watch football and eat leftovers. I was going to say, you get a day of sport. <laughs> I can't, now that I think about it. No, just kidding. It's great to have the family home. So um, I'm glad to have you on the show. So let's talk about... No, no, it's good to be here. So I've been asking people about like what, what their p- corner of the world is known for. So where in England are you located and what would people maybe know your little corner of the world for? Like, what, is there something famous uh, near where you're from? Uh, not really. We, we're, uh, we're a tiny... So the nearest city to us would be Manchester. Um, but um, we're probably about 45 minutes to an hour from Manchester. We're in a tiny little village. There's a, uh, maybe 7,000 people. And we're known for... Or we were known for nothing apart from uh, a certain somebody became very famous. So it, it's the birthplace of Harry Styles. He grew up in our village, went to school in our village, I've heard worked of him. in our village. Yeah. So yeah, that literally is all we're known for. So we, we now, it's a bizarre, we're this quaint little English country village and we now get hordes of screaming girls coming, searching for where Harry grew up and where Harry worked and it's very odd. So that's guys- about it really. You guys are famous for uh, producing all the famous Harrys. You got Harry Potter and basically Harry yes, Styles. yeah, exactly. So very, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. All right, so give me some background on your your Disney fandom because I find that very you know interesting for folks that are outside the United States. Of course, it is. You know, he's an American icon. He grew up in Missouri, in the state yeah. where I well, briefly. I mean, you would think the guy spent his whole life in Missouri. The way we grab onto him, he was here yes, for like a absolutely. year and a half when he was three. You know, but I, I went up to, you know, the farm and I sat under the tree. I did all the stuff like he's our guy. But, you know, you're far away. So what's the yeah. what's it like growing up, you know, as a Disney fan? How do you make that connection over there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we I think we went. Um, obviously, we watched the movies growing up. We, were, we had the TV and the movies and that was great. I went with my family when I think I was 16 to a trip to Florida and it was a typical a typical British trip to Florida back then was a week in Walt Disney World and then you'd go down to the coast, St. Petersburg for a week or something like that. So we did that when I was 16, loved the theme park, so that was great. Then did nothing until I think about 97, um, went to Disneyland Paris with my now wife um, and really loved the parks. It was just the two of us then went to Florida on our honeymoon in 99 and then had children. And then I think we've been, I don't know, we've been about 25 to 30 times in the last 20 so, years. So you've been that many times to, to Walt Disney World or to Paris? No, no. We So we've probably been to Paris uh, about 25 times and um, Florida, I think I've been about five or six. That's and then we've impressive. been to California once. Okay, so we got a lot to digest here in this 35-minute window. So I really, yeah, want, I really yes. want to get and talk about this because I find this so, so interesting. So let me ask you this. Geographically, how far are you, and what is the travel like to Disneyland Paris? Because obviously that's your, air quotes, local park. Um, yeah. What, what's it like to get there, and, and what's a trip look like there? Is that like a long weekend? Is that somewhere you go for a week or just for a day? I mean, how does that usually go for you? Yeah, I mean, distance-wise, uh, we would normally fly from Manchester Airport, and it's about an hour and 10-minute flight to Paris, and then it's about 30 minutes in a coach or a taxi from Paris down to the parks. Um, this particular trip we're going to talk about, I drove, 
So it was a four hour drive to Dover, jump on a on the Channel Tunnel, which is 30 minutes, and then about a four hour drive down to the parks. So it's, it's about 500 miles, which is a long way for us. I know it's nothing for you guys, <laughs> but it's a, it's, it's a massive drive for us. Um, but yeah, I suppose Paris, it would be, I think the longest trip we've done would be six days, um, but normally it's a two or three nighter. Cool, cool. Okay, so let's dive into the trip you contacted me uh, about to talk about. And then, you know, at the end, I do want to kind of get your thoughts on world from an international perspective, maybe a little Disneyland, because yes. I love talking Disneyland since I oh, first got there. God, I fell in love with that place so hard in July. Place. It is an amazing place. You're so right. But uh, yeah, give us the background. So w give us uh, when you went on this trip we're going to talk about tonight, what were the circumstances? I, I love that you drove, because when you drove, I was thinking, wait a second, you're in England, uh, mainland Europe. <laughs> but I forgot about the channel. I forgot about that. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a very that. cool thing. Uh, that'd be so awesome. Okay, so give us the background on this trip, how to come together. So the background, you may be surprised to know this was a, a COVID delay trip. Yeah, everyone. Um, hey, everyone, it, I got to hang on. I got to give you the bell because it's like we got like 28 <laughs> shows in a row that that's the fact. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so this was planned. Um, we were taking my daughter, who's 18 years old, and we wanted to take her best friend who had never been to Disney, uh, but has always wanted to go. They've discussed this, this trip to Disney since they were four. So we wanted to do this trip. It got cancelled with COVID. It got cancelled the second time. And then in May this year, I needed to go to France to see a customer of mine. So on business. Um, so it was kind of a... It was trying to do it as cheaply as possible. So work paid for the petrol, work paid for the tunnel, work <laughs> like paid it. for some accommodation. Um, so yes, it was a... So then, so I did a very quick one hour meeting in France and then ran out and shot them to, to Paris. Smart. Shot smart them guy. to Disney. <laughs> smart guy. That's how you do it. Yeah. Exactly right. Absolutely. Trip. Exactly. Okay, so... Now I just need to find more customers in Orlando <laughs> and then I'll be sorted. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's... <laughs> Why do you think I got into travel? It's a business trip. Every time <laughs> I go down, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's what I do. Uh, okay, so um, how much input since your daughter was 18, her friend was going? Like, it, it, I mean, you know, it's business adjacent trip, but did they have any input in the planning in like what the, the itinerary was going to be, where you were going to stay, stuff like that? Or did you just lay it all out and just get Absolutely in and here we go? Not. <laughs> Good. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> <to know. laughs> they, they just. They just, do you want to go to Disney? Yes. And that's the end of that. Oh, hey. We do the rest. <laughs> that's good stuff. Okay, so tell, tell us about the, the travel down. It's not hard. I mean, it's 500 mile drive. Pretty simple or? No, no, it's, it's, it's that easy. You, you, you book the tunnel, you drive to Dover, you get there. Um, and they basically just put you, irrelevant of what time you book, they just put you on the next available train. They run every hour. You go through customs, you just swap passports on the way through, and, and you're there. You, God, you, 30 so minutes it takes. You drive onto a train, it goes dark for 30 minutes, and then you come out the other end and you drive off the train. That's it's like a movie. Um, it's crazy. It's I gotta fantastic. Do oh, my God. I got to do it. I got to yeah, live it, life. It's, it's a really good way to travel. I got to get outside the States. I get, I, I've done <laughs> cruises. That's it. I got to. You know, I'm getting my passport tomorrow now after talking. This, this is awesome. Because I, I watch Amazing Race and I see stuff and I'm like, oh, God, I got to do that. Yes. So, yeah. Got to do. Okay. So you get there. Okay. So talk to us about the actual Disneyland Paris vacation. So you guys arrive. What happens? How does yeah. it, it unfold? So we, 
I mean, normally, to be honest, this is the first time ever that we've not stayed on property. So Disneyland Paris, if you look at it on a map, it's basically a giant big circle and with a kind of a giant ring road around the outside and inside is the parks. There are seven hotels ranging from the Disneyland Hotel, which is the one we prefer to stay at, down to the Santa Fe, which is the, the most economy one. But they've also built a, like a small town um, called Marne Le Valet, which is basically, it's a giant apartment complex and everybody's bought hundreds of thousands of apartments, which are basically all rented out to holiday goers. Nice. They've also got a, a shop at an outlet there, an outlet mall. Um, which I've never been to because it's shopping and it's why. Well, well, um, hang on, hang on. I, I, I've always heard that British people have to go to outlet malls. I mean, that's just something I, in, in Orlando, isn't that? Isn't in that Orlando, like, absolutely. Re required, like exactly. Like yeah. I got, I went there one time and I, I was the only person who didn't have an accent. You know, it's like, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> yeah, no, we have to go to outlet malls in Orlando because we need to buy 30 <laughs> pairs of Levi's and... <laughs> 25 uh, pairs of sneakers and because they're all about a fifth of the price in england i love it that's awesome no go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> so, yeah, no no it's fine don't worry so 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 yeah because work was involved in the the funding of this i didn't think um uh disney newport bay hotel would look good on the receipt so we uh we we rented in a, a two-bedroom apartment um and it was literally i mean you probably could walk to the entrance it would be about a 15 minute walk um but we drove because we got free parking and so yeah it's five minutes so it's, it's incredibly easy very nice very nice okay so you guys get you know finally it's time to go to the theme parks walk us through especially from my perspective ricky's told me about it because ricky yes. never stops talking that she got to go to disneyland paris i mean yes that's her that's her humble brag she and i get it man i'd be the same way it's pretty cool but what's it like, for, you know, and, and try to draw some comparisons to folks that have been to Walt Disney World or Disneyland so they can kind of relate. You get to Disneyland Paris. How does the day unfold? I mean, it's it's going to be similar to the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, right? Or did you yeah, guys go I mean, to the, Is that where you went first? It, yeah, I mean, in terms of parks, it's probably the it, it's nearest to Disneyland, California, mm -hmm. because both parks, you, you, you come out of the car park or you arrive at the central hub and basically you go through security and if you turn left you've got disney village which is a long street with a planet hollywood and a rainforest cafe and some shops and sports bar and if you turn right you've got a kind of a central hub where you've got hollywood studios off to your left and disneyland off to your right so there there are five minute walk between the two so it's more similar to disneyland than it would be florida um we always go to Magic Kingdom. It's a tradition that my wife has to get onto Main Street. She has to listen to the music, look down Main Street, see the castle. Yes. And it is, it's as identical to, to, to Orlando as, as it could be really. Um, we went with some friends last November and they'd only been to Florida twice. And we went, they went to Paris for the first time and my friend was walking around going, oh my God, we're in America. It's literally like being in America. And it is, it's no different. The only thing that you notice is when you speak to somebody and the, you have a French accent as opposed to a oh, French, not quite as happy and jolly as the uh, the, the normal 
American cast members is, is all I could say about that. So real quick though, on the language is, is English spoken everywhere throughout the entire yes. theme park, the resort yeah. property. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I mean, I think, I suppose on the rides and things they mix it. So the rides you'll get, so Remy, for example, we went on Remy, which is obviously all in English. And I mean, I've never done it in, um, in Orlando yet, but we've, we've done it in Paris and half of the talking is in English and half of the talking is in French. But I suppose as Disney is so wonderful at storytelling, you kind of don't need it. Yeah, true. You, you can work out what's going on visually. It's amazing. And, and most of the rides are the same. Um, they've all got some French in there, but then they've also got English. That's cool. That's cool. And, you know, is is an American going over there? If I were to experience that park, my perspective would be, I wouldn't have any problem with there being French in the attractions. No. Because, no, you know, that makes it authentic, right? I mean, I went to Disneyland Paris. I didn't go over to Europe to go to Disneyland California yes. or, you know, the Magic yeah. Kingdom Orlando. I went to have a more exotic or a different take yeah. on the Disney destination. Now, I do know that Disneyland Paris does have the, the most beautiful uh, castle of them all. I mean, do, do you agree with it, that? It, it is our favorite. It, yeah, <laughs> it is our favorite. Definitely. It, it's I mean, it's just massive. The castle itself is huge. It's beautiful. The topiary trees around it are stunning. There's a animatronic dragon underneath it, which you can go and have a look at, which is incredible. It, it is, yeah, it is the best castle. That's what I always hear. And I've seen the, I mean, I've seen Walt, the pictures. Walt, <laughs> yeah. Walt didn't build it. So, it, it, you know, it's a tough call between uh, California and Paris with my wife. That's true. She's it, obsessed. That's a good point, though, because, you know, I always heard, you know, when you go to Disneyland, because I went for the very first time this, this past July, and everybody told me, you know, look, you've been going to Walt Disney World for 20 years. You're going to be underwhelmed when you go down Main Street yes. and you see the castle. But you know what? It was the opposite for me. Like, I felt yeah. the castle was tiny, right? But it was authentic. It was Walt's yes. castle. I mean, I, I fell in love with that little sucker. Like, I mean, it was yeah. like, it was cute. Like, I want to put it in my pocket and, like, take it home with me back <laughs> to Missouri. It was just... It was, it was perfect, really. I mean, yeah. it wasn't overwhelming like, you know, Paris or Magic Kingdom, yeah. but it was, uh, it served its purpose. It was amazing. So, okay. So let me ask you about attractions around yes. Disneyland Paris. So what are the things that you enjoy the most? Your daughter, her friend, your wife, give some thoughts on that for folks. I suppose, right. I mean, we, we've always had the, the theory with them. Um, whenever we go, it's basically just do what the kids want. Happy, happy kids, happy holiday. Yeah, so we go wherever they want to go, whether they want to turn left at the top of Main Street or right, it, it, it makes no difference to us. Uh, I suppose the first attraction we always go on is Big Thunder Mountain, which I would have to say is the best Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, having been on three of them, it is. It, it, it goes under the lake um, to get you onto the mountain on the other side of the lake. And it's, it's just long and it's fast and it's... Um, it's just great fun ride. Um, Space Mountain, uh, I'm borderline getting a little bit too old for Space Mountain now. Same, it's, I'm raising my hand because I, I, I love it, but it doesn't love me back anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's very different to the Orlando one. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it, it, you shoot off. 
It um, looks it looks so cool with that thing on the I outside. I mean, it's fantastic. Oh, and, oh man. Yeah, yeah. And now it's had the hyperspace. It's had the Star Wars overlay, so that's fun. But it's um, yeah, the back doesn't thank me when I get off no, that one anymore. Me neither. <laughs> It takes me five minutes yeah. to get out of the Orlando one anymore. I'm just like, yeah, just tipping out. <laughs> it's, it's ugly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's fun. I suppose we miss things like Splash Mountain. We don't have a wet ride because it's too cold, right? <laughs> predominantly, um, we don't have Jungle Cruise, which I love. It's one of my favorites. But yeah, we've got that. We've got. It's a small world, and we've got the main ones. Have you ever been there when when there's been snow on the ground at, at Paris? Because I've seen the pictures, and that would be just yes. such a that would be so like my mind wouldn't be able yeah. to process like snow in a Disney park. We went. Um, I'm trying to think how long. Probably about 15 years ago, we went for New Year, and we were staying at the Disneyland Hotel. And the Disneyland Hotel basically straddles the entrance to the park, so it's. You sit, we sat having breakfast in the Disneyland Hotel on New Year's Day, looking straight down Main Street. The snow started and it was falling incredibly heavy. There were characters wandering around, wishing us happiness. It was literally the perfect start to the day. We then left and went down Main Street. The snow was about two inches thick at this point. It was just beautiful. I mean, it was just <laughs> absolutely perfect until we decided to go on Dumbo, the flying ele elephant, where I got a facial being attacked by snow. It was like being in a blizzard. It was not well thought out at all, but it was fun. It was, it was good. It was fun until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's great though. You know what? If Walt Disney World could come up with a way to 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 package that, that snow package, that would be like the ultimate upsell. Like, you it, know, they have snow. Exactly. I mean, like, we're not doing a character breakfast. We're doing the snow on Main Street breakfast. And then you yeah, get to walk absolutely. down Main Street with a hot cocoa in your hand. Only yeah, $799 a person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. It sounded, like, it sounded like a Christmas card. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, on this trip in May, when it should have been nice and sunny, which it was for the first two days, day three, we had a snowstorm, wow. which completely out of the blue, completely freezing cold completely unprepared in clothing and attire. So we spent the third day very wet, very cold. But with my 18-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old friend dancing around Disney Street, singing Let It Snow, which was, you know. That's what it's about. You Absolutely. It, it, and you know what? That, that's the memory that you make, right? You, you're going to talk mm. about that. 20 years from now, you're going to say, remember that trip where Everything was rolling right along, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Absolutely. Jack Frost showed up, and it got cold, yeah. and it snowed, and we made the best of it. We froze, but yeah. you know what? You know, you don't remember the negative uh, 10 years yeah, from now. Yeah, absolutely. You remember no, the memory? Never. Right? I, I love that. So it's, this is so fun. Okay, so let, let's talk about dining, too, in, in, in yes. Disneyland Paris. So what are, what are some of the places not to miss if you go over there? You know, maybe some, some unique dining opportunities that you guys have that we don't have stateside? Yeah, I mean, we always eat, we, we we probably always eat at a place called Plaza Gardens, which we did this time, which is the uh, Parisian version of Crystal Palace. So it's in the same place. It's normally character. It's a buffet meal. It's very nice. Um, we always eat there and we did this time and that was great. We also generally try and eat at a place called Captain Jack's, which is the Parisian version of the Blue Bayou. So it's in... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean and it is 
I don't think I've eaten. I can't remember whether I ate at the California one. I don't think I don't think we did. Um, but it is, it's fantastic. The theming is spectacular. The boats are going by while you're sat eating. Um, I'd have to say that this trip, the meal was a little disappointing. It was probably the only disappointment really of the trip. Um, but I think, personally, I think that it was a COVID issue. I think it, I think they were having, Paris were having staffing issues the same as everybody else has had staffing issues. They, they were struggling with with staff. It, it just wasn't the perfect meal, but normally it's fantastic. The food's great. Um, we like that one. That sounds like a place I'd love to go to because I, I fell in love yeah. with Blue Bayou out at, uh, out at Disneyland. I was just like, this is because I had a Monte Cristo, we had a hurricane, you know. It's like, this is, yeah, I mean, this, this life is good, you know, and I stayed yeah, with my absolutely. best friends and my family. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was amazing. Now, you mentioned characters and character meals. What I've always heard, like, especially over in Japan, how the character mm -hmm. interactions are so different. Are they different at Disneyland Paris as far as how guests interact with characters, or is it very similar to, to the United States? No, I'd, I'd say it's very similar. I, it, 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 I've not really ever noticed a difference. Um, I think, I'm just trying to think. No, I'd, I'd say it is very similar. They're, they're quite, they're, they're quite full on sometimes. Um, I had, a, we were there again. This was a New Year trip, um, quite a few years ago in Paris, and we were at uh, Cafe Mickey, which is in the. It's closed now. It's being renovated into something else. But it was in the Disney Village, and that was a, a character. And the characters were livelier and bouncier than ever, and they were jumping around and dancing. And we basically finished our meal. We were standing up to leave. And we were just approaching the exit, and Goofy basically stood in front of me and opened his arms to give me a massive hug. So I gave him a hug. He then wouldn't let go. So I then wouldn't let go. So then. A few, probably 30 seconds later, we're basically rolling on the floor, having a wrestling match. <laughs> okay. There were right. kids. My wife said it was the, the most hilarious thing because we just eventually stood up and shook hands and it was like, okay, bye-bye then. There were kids looking traumatized. There were... <laughs> well, see, nowadays, that, that gets seven, eight, 78 million uh, views on TikTok. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> well, that would have been a legend. You would have been, you'd have been like the goofy uh, wrestling guy. <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah. So yeah, the character is very similar to America. Very similar, except for that. <laughs> yeah, I've never had a fight in America with a character. I've never seen that. I'm just saying. No, no that'd be awesome though. I'm not against it. That'd be hilarious. But yeah, it's yeah, it was like... it was fun. I'm not sure the um, I'm not sure the Goofy's uh, minder was particularly impressed at the time. But there you go. Goofy Goofy might have been celebrating a little before his shift for the new year. Possibly. Yeah, may, <laughs> may have uh, celebrated a bit too hard. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so uh, okay, so, man, this is so fun. So now do you go to the other parks? I mean, because I've always heard, you know, the, the studios park at Disneyland yes. Paris. I mean, everybody dumps on it, right? I mean, is it? Yes. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't want to sway either way. I mean, is it as bad as people say? Or, I mean, are there some uh, saving graces? I mean, what do you say? At the moment, yes. I'd, I'd have to agree with it. It is. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the greatest park. I mean, it, it will be. It used to be better before they, they shut um, quite a sizable portion of it to make the Avengers Campus, um, which has just opened. So we're going back seeing that in about 10 days. So that 
Scott will approve of that because they've taken Rock and Roller Coaster and they have given it a revamp and it's now Avengers themed. It's the same ride, but That's it's now cool. no longer Aerosmith. So he'd be happy with that. He so would. I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, to be honest, when we were there, there was only really three rides to do. There was uh, Tower of Terror, which is, I have to say, my favorite Tower of Terror. It's a, it's, it has a terrifying overlay. Um, they've got rid of the family. It just has the really, really creepy little girl. Just really creepy. Just basically <laughs> stands there and says, don't scream. And then you just shoot off oh, and then comes back. And then she's just, it's just really, really creepy. Between um, the little girl and your goofy there. I, I'm never, absolutely. I, I'm having nightmares <laughs> tonight about Paris. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fun. Um, but then, but then we've got Crush's Coaster there, which is a brilliant ride. Um, I have to say it's great fun. The queues are always, is the only issue. It's always about 100 and between 100 and 130 minutes. Right. Um, it's just too long to queue. It's always the longest queue. Then we've got Remy, which is fun. And that's it, to be honest. It, it, it's very much lacking. It will, I think it will be a brilliant park. Avengers is built now, so that's open. There's two more rides there. We're getting um, the building a massive new lake and the building Arendelle. So we're going to get the full castle. And then there's a third bit, which we were told was going to be um, Galaxy's Edge, which apparently has been cancelled now. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a big plus for you because... Ah, that would have been massive. Everybody likes Star Wars. I mean, yeah. but I mean, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a lot better from what I've been reading. But, yes. you know, I mean, I remember, I mean, and you probably do too because you're a big Disney fan. In the course of our podcast, because we started back in 2008, there was that time period where Disney's Hollywood Studios was, I mean, yes. a total disaster. Absolutely. I mean, it yeah. was a park that we told people, you do not want to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios. There's absolutely yeah. nothing to do at this park. I mean, because everything's under construction. It's going to be, we always said, it's going to be great in like three years, yeah. but it's a mess right now. And now, I mean, look at the jewel that it is at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that's what happens for your studios park as well. Yeah, Absolutely. That's cool. Okay, so any give us some more though about Paris. Like, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? What are your tips maybe for folks that are going there for the first time? We, um, for the first time ever, which is bizarre considering the amount of time we've been with this trip. For some reason, I decided to research uh, annual passes. I think it's because I've always listened for the last four years. I've listened to you guys talk about annual passes mm -hmm. and how good they are. So we looked into it, and for this trip, my wife and I both bought annual passes. And there are some brilliant things about it. You get um, discounts on all your food. You get discounts on shopping. You get uh, free parking. Uh, and obviously you get free entry. Mm -hmm. So that is excellent. And I think on this trip, oh, you also get free, uh, you, not, they're not free. You also get discounted tickets for family and friends. So a normal day ticket is about 110 euros which is about at the minute about 110 dollars and they're about 50 euros oh, that's a nice discount yeah so they're a massive discount so we bought annual passes for myself and my wife and then with the tickets that we bought for the kids and all the discounts on food and the discounts on shopping we saved about 300 pounds wow. on this trip and we've now got ticket this is the wonder of disney math so we now have free tickets for our trip next week so it's going to cost you cost yeah. me exactly. somehow, but hey it's 
Exactly. It's going to cost you airfare. It's going to cost you gas. Absolutely. It's going to cost you lodging. But you're going to come out ahead because you have an annual vest. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, without a doubt. Well ahead. But yeah. yeah, there's a few things that were irritating about it. You can't... You have to pre-book the, the, the Disney um, uh, the park reservation, but you're only allowed to book three. Um, and we're going next week for four days. Well, we're there for three days, but one evening. And we can't book the evening just in case we can't... means we can't book one of the other days. So you kind of it's not, it's not ideal at the moment which is a covid thing that's come in yeah. which I, I know orlando's got the same issues haven't they yeah i'm not a fan of the theme park reservations myself no. you know because the thing is it's just we're too soon removed from just the days where if you have an annual pass yeah. you just go down you you land and like okay here comes the bus to epcot yeah it's gonna go to epcot you know because yeah it's the day I got in. I got in at five o'clock in the evening. There's three hours left in the night. I don't care where I go. You know, I yeah, don't, I don't need a reservation. And I, I'll, I miss that flexibility. Let me ask you about this too, because I, I sincerely don't know because we can't book Paris uh, as travel agents. I don't work mm. with it. Do you guys have a Genie Plus or some kind of a system like that to kind of avoid uh, wait times like we do here in the States or a Fast Pass anymore or anything like that? No, we, so we, the, we used to have a Fast Pass system, which basically, um, God, I'm trying to remember how it works. I think when you stayed at one of the nice hotels, so you stay at the Disneyland Hotel or the Hotel New York, which were the, the deluxe ones, I guess, you used to get two fast passes per day for any of the rides that have fast pass. And then it was a good old fashioned take your ticket to a machine, put your ticket in, and you get a fast pass for a few hours in advance. Um, and then once you'd use that fast pass, you could then go to another machine and get I a fast missed, pass for somewhere else. I miss those days. I still miss it those paper fast pass. It did. It was so easy. I, I, and you know what? I was always the person in the family. I had to schlep like across the park to get the next yeah, one because it absolutely. would say you can get your next fast pass at ten fourteen. You yeah, know, even if absolutely. you didn't use it. And so I, it, this was back when I had the Nokia. This is how long ago it was like the Nokia. You know, like a candy cane or candy yes. candy bar phone. So yeah, yeah. I'd always set my little alarm for like the next window when it opened. It would Absolutely. be okay, sorry guys, I'm going over to Everest and we're gonna get his fast passes. Yeah. And then later in the day, man, we had a pile. I was like, you know, Scrooge McDuck. I was just like, here we go. We got fast passes <laughs> for everything. We're we're not waiting in a line from three o'clock on the rest of the day. Right. Yeah, now. absolutely. But it the problem it just worked. It, everybody it basically gave everybody in the park the same chance right. to get fast passes as opposed to make you get up at seven o'clock in the morning oh sorry the last time we went to florida it was get up at midnight every night for for 14 days to go on and try and book your three fast passes at your park and it was just and that's that's yeah. not ideal you're supposed to be on vacation right i mean you're not yes. supposed to be working and i mean no, no matter how you slice it or dice it i mean i had you know we'll just call it what it is you're working you yeah. And not to mention that it's stressful. You know, you go on yeah, vacation absolutely. to separate yourself. I've seen those memes on social media, right? Like, oh, man, I can't wait to go to Walt Disney World to get away from it all. And then you see, <laughs> you know, like a person standing in the middle of fantasy land with all of humanity and a line for, you know, Peter Pan. It's like three hours long and kids. Yeah. everywhere. Like, OK, well, you want to get You know, you want to get away from the stress. And this does not look like you're no, absolutely. not stressed. And. I just think all these layers add to it. And one of the other things you mentioned with the old FastPass system that I really do miss is just that it was built into the price of admission, yes. right? I mean, because I didn't mind paying a premium 
for yeah. my ticket, and tickets are expensive. You just mentioned. I mean, they still are. They're very expensive per day when you go to a Disney park. But I didn't mind if it was very expensive because that was an inclusion. It just kind of bothers yeah. me now that because I still haven't bought Genie Plus for Walt Disney World because I, I I go enough that it doesn't. If I don't ride something, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's one of those things at Disneyland I did because I hadn't ridden it. I, I yeah. want to ride everything a million times. Everything was new. Yeah. So. Okay, so um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Paris now they've changed it, so it's basically it, I can't even remember what it's called, but it's the, it's the same as Lightning Lane. So you every attraction there is no fast pass system. There is no there is nothing other than you can pay to get in the ride. So it's like the individual Lightning Lanes where they yeah, basically individual Lightning lanes. lanes. They range from ten to twenty euros, I think, per person per ride, which. Oh, there is an ultimate fast pass, which I think basically, I think it costs about 100 euros per person, and that gets you on every major attraction once per day. Nice. Oh, for the day. See, I'm, I'm not against the individual lightning lanes because I think that those kind of fit. It just, this is just my whole opinion on things. Like, if, say, you have a first timer or somebody that really wants yeah. to go on Rise of the Resistance and you just don't have this, the only day you're going to be at the studios. You yeah. know, is it worth 20 bucks to ride it so that they get to ride Absolutely. it before they go back to England or go back to wherever they're going, North Carolina, even wherever they're going? Like, at least they get that opportunity for 20 bucks. 20 bucks is yeah. worth it, you know, but I don't have to do it. You know, like I can. No, absolutely. It, it's an option. Like I don't have, nobody's making me, you know, so. No, I mean, we're going in 10 days to Paris again and we, and it's just my wife and I that are going. And I think. We, we will now, now the kids have grown up and rarely come with us, we will holiday differently and we like to sit and chill and we like to watch the world go by and we like to watch all the shows and rides. If we go on a ride, we go on a ride. If the queue's busy, we won't. It, we've done them all so many times, it's not the end of the world. Having said that, the two new Marvel rides, the the Web Slinger ride mm -hmm. and the new Rock and Roller Coaster, I can't remember what it's called, if the queues are massive, I'll pay to go on them because I haven't been on them. Well, plus, I mean, and to be honest, on a vacation, time is money, right? I mean, if you get yeah. to get, take back four hours, you know, two hours yeah, here, two hours absolutely. there, I mean, it's worth 40 bucks. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I'd pay 40 bucks for four more hours to relax and not have to stand yes. in line, Phil. But yeah, I totally get it. Okay. Let me ask you a couple things before we get out of here about stateside, your perspective, because you have all this, this experience at Disneyland Paris. Yes. When you come over to Walt Disney World, what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about Walt Disney World in Orlando? What What are your favorite, like maybe a hotel? I don't even know if you stay on site, but is there a hotel? Is there a park? Is there an attraction? What What are your favorites down there? I think it's just the, just the sheer size of it. It's just the scale of it. it it's ginormous. I mean, we've never, I think it's because of how we holiday, we've never stayed on site in Orlando, which is a bit, seems a bit bizarre. We will do, now we haven't got the kids because my wife and I are more fixated on Disney than they are. Um, they want to go to the Universal and they want to go to International Drive and play Crazy Golf, or Put Put, you call it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they want to go shopping and they want to do lots, they, they do different things. So we, whenever we go, to, if we go to Florida, we'll be there for two weeks. Um, at least I think the last time we were there for three weeks. That's awesome. So three weeks in a Disney. Yeah, that's uh, a long time. And that, even at the Grand Floridian, that is a long time. And that's a lot of money. That's like buying a house. It's a, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money. Whereas we can book a, a villa 
yeah, for a right. couple of thousand pounds and it's got a pool and it's so that so that's how we've always done it but i just love i just love driving into disney i love the 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 just how immaculate everything is the road signs are different the the, the just the sheer size of the place it it amazes me every time we come this this is what i love though because you're over in england you know i'm yeah. dead i'm dead in the center of the united states i mean i'm i'm, I'm as far from you know big city as we come yeah you know and and we we have the exact same perspective on walt disney world i i love that it's its own city that it has its own yes. infrastructure just how it functions you know that it's got the buses are all kind of uniform looking you know yeah. it's got its own transportation system it's Absolutely. efficient everything's clean the medians all look nice the road yeah. signs are all yeah. different but uniform yeah that kind of stuff the, the logistics of the place are what just yeah. blow me away every single when i get yeah, there i'm just like it's incredible oh you know just like when i drive under the sign i was like okay this is gonna be fun i just don't yeah. want to leave you know i just want to stay yeah. and ah. take it in the whole time now you mentioned disneyland so what did you like about disneyland because different perspective because it's right there in anaheim but i mean it's walt's park i mean i i literally felt walt when i was there in july i don't know how it was for you yeah we did i mean it is literally you just as soon as you arrive and you see the the mickey head at the the entrance gate and it's kind of walt stood there and Mm -hmm. when you get onto main street and you see the just all the detail that you know he had a hand in, that you know was part, part of, mainly down to him, just the obsessive detail to get everything absolutely spot on. We, and my wife kind of nerded out on some Disney books before we went to California, so she knew what his favorite horse was on the carousel, or his wife's favorite horse on the carousel, so she got to ride on that, and just the, just, yeah, it's just, yeah, you just feel, Closer to Walt, I suppose. Yeah, you do. I mean, my wife, you know, she's not the big Disney nerd. She she puts up with it for my sake. She's a great <laughs> lover to death. You know, the best wife in the world because she loves the vacations, but she yeah. doesn't get the, you know, I told her, like, we have to go on great moments with Mr. Lincoln. And yeah. she's like, this is like a poor man's American adventure. Like, this is, this is old. I'm like, that's why it's awesome. And then she's like, why yeah. are you taking a picture of that bench? I'm like this bench is the bench where Walt sat and saw the carousel. He got the idea for Disneyland. Absolutely. She's like, she's like, it's a bench. I'm like, but it's the bench, you know? And it's, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, that's what Disneyland was for me. You yeah. know, it's like, you can replicate those things and have reproductions at Walt Disney world and tell the stories, which, you know, there's a place for that. But I mean, you know, the history was, yeah. it wasn't reproduced at Disneyland. Like that was Main Street that Walt walked yeah. down in the pictures. It wasn't, you know, some reproduction. Yeah. Oh man, I loved it. So no, there is something oh. totally magical about Disneyland. Oh, it is, I think, having been to three of them, I, I think, I mean, it's a tough call because there is so much to do at Orlando and we've been to Orlando Mall, but I do think California just wandering around Magic, uh, sorry, Disneyland in California was, I think, my favorite park that I've been to. Right now, it's my favorite. Absolutely right. But I mean, again, I'm so bad about my last experience. You know, you ask me, what's your favorite yes. hotel? It's always the last one I stayed at. I'm, I'm, I've, I've done that over the years so many times, but it was just... It, like I love the the Matterhorn bobsleds, even though you're mentioning like Space Mountain. Yes. Oh my yeah, god! Uh... You need to call the paramedics before, like, <laughs> like when they dispatch the sled. Like, call the paramedics now and tell them to meet me back in this same spot in three minutes, because 
I might have a broken rib. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I loved it. Oh my gosh. So this, this has been so fun. So is, we got to wrap because I mean, it's yeah. the middle of the night for you. And I, again, apologize and no. thank you for this. Oh no, it's an absolute pleasure. Oh my gosh. This is so fun for me, but uh, any, any tips though, especially for Americans that maybe, cause I know you got people excited. You got me excited. I'm ready to get a passport to get over there. So if I were headed over Americans are headed over any other folks that are listening, like what do they need to know about Disneyland Paris to make it? the most it can be for them that you've learned? Because you've been so many times. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, to be honest, it's no different than planning a, 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 an American trip. It, it, it is as easy as that. I think, like I say, I think the only thing that we've learned over the years, if you're going with kids, is literally let the kids plan the day as much as possible, fitting in with trying to get on certain rides and things like that. I mean, some of our weirdest, but not weirdest, but some of our funnest memories have been where we've wandered into a shop and the kids have bought a little Lightning McQueen toy car. And then we've sat in a corner on Main Street and he's played, playing with the car on the street for two hours while we just sit chilling with the hot, hot chocolate and just let and he's happy and when the kids are happy we're happy so it's <laughs> yeah that, and that is 100 percent true and you'll never read that in a guidebook and you nope. won't hear people talk about it but that's the, the that's the joy and it's you know it's like you go to a swimming pool at a hotel and the kid plays with the beach ball <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, the 99 cent beach ball is what they talked about when they go back to school the teacher has them write about okay where did you go over the summer well i played with a beach ball at the pool didn't you go to walt disney world <laughs> Yeah, but I played with a beach ball at the pool. Okay, well, your yeah. parents have spent $5,000 for you to play with a 99-cent beach ball in a pool. Okay, well, yeah, you know, it, but those are – and you may bring up a great point, though. you got to give time for those opportunities to yes. to happen. If you're like, we're here, and, like, we're here to, to do 19 attractions today, yeah. you, you miss those opportunities. So that's a good point. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's – it, we've done it. We've done it when you're short on time. And I don't know when you've not been before. You want to see everything, and I, and I get that. But it, it it can become a bit of a chore sometimes as you're charging round, and kids get cranky, and adults get cranky. And <laughs> I think sometimes you just gotta relax and chill out and enjoy the atmosphere. Absolutely. Well, Julian, hey, I appreciate you so very much. It's very nice to meet you. And thank you for starting Absolute the week. Pleasure. This is a great way to start a Monday. And uh, you take care over in England. And I really hope that we get to cross paths sometime in real life soon. Thank you very much. Cheers, Mike. All right. Cheers. Hey, don't forget today's show brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. We don't book Disneyland Paris, but we can get you hooked up with Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. So drop by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out this holiday season. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. You let us put these uh, podcasts out all around the world three to four times a week, and I sure appreciate that. If you'd like to join us and get that bonus show every Tuesday called Mike in the Midwest, come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. You can give me a follow on the social media this week. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. would love to talk to you over there. And don't forget, this Sunday night, we open up the phone lines. Scott joins me if he doesn't go somewhere like he did last time. 
But uh, we're going to have a good time taking your calls. Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It will have been dark for like three hours by then. So come on over. It's crazy right now. And join us, YouTube or Facebook. Phone lines are open. The show gets turned over to you. Let's talk Disney Sunday night. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your Monday. We'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. But for now, for Julian, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Time to get back to work. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.